Sadly, there are so many churches today who have a doctrine that would lead the congregation to believe that God is here to serve them, and he wants them to be happy, and so he wants them to do whatever they want to do in order to make themselves happy. Breaking all sorts of rules of the Word of God. I can assure you God is not casting away his word from the New Testament Bible to build the church. Rather, we, the church, are the temple of God, building a fit housing for the word of God, for Jesus, for the Holy Spirit, who lives inside each believer. We are the temple of God as the New Testament church. We individuals are the temple of God. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? We are the church. We are the temple. In the Old Testament, Exodus 25, God gives us the specific directions for the building of the tabernacle that would house the Word of God. He told Moses to carefully follow the instructions. Over and over, objects were to be covered with pure gold. Paul hints at this subject in Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 and sets the foundation for us upon which we are to construct our own bodies. Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2. I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. From the time I was born again, this concept was put inside me. We don't live any longer like the pagans of the world live. We do not allow them to influence us. Rather, we live according to the word of God, considering what we do on this life. The world is full of superstitions and they live accordingly. They do things which I find to be totally unthinkable as a Christian. And yet some follow the world and their traditions, living in pagan acts. This is not good. We must consider what we do as Christians. Every time we do the Word of God, conforming ourselves to Scripture, we overlay 
the temple of God with pure gold. We construct the temple of God by doing the word of God on this earth, by continuing to do the word of God. In Romans chapter 15, verse 3, For even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproach thee fell on me. As new Christians, we are excited as new Christians because when God puts his spirit into us, it changes us completely. We are very excited. But often we are still pursuing our own pleasures, our own goals, attempting to make ourselves happy. And many of the churches today go along with this exact statement. God wants you to be happy. If you obey the commandments of God, you will make yourself happy, I assure you. Every time we see the Word of God and conform ourselves to what the Word of God says, we end up with joy that's far above anything that people of this present world know. Joy of the Word of God. And God blesses us greatly when we go the way of God on this earth. We are made the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. When we follow the Word of God. Let's look for just a moment at Exodus 25, at least parts of Exodus 25. Paul says to us in Romans 15, For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope. So turn with me to Exodus 25 for just a moment and let's look at the specific instructions God gave to Moses concerning the building of the tabernacle which would house the Word of God. It was so precise and several times God told Moses that the objects were to be covered with pure gold, pure gold, which would signify that the most precious thing in the world was being carried inside the Ark of the Covenant. As the people watched the children of Israel go through the wilderness from city to city, and they saw the Ark of the Covenant, they must have thought, what does that contain? What kind of rubies, what kind of gold, what kind of diamonds must that hold to be so precious to them? Well, it held the Word of God. And we carry the Word of God when we are born of God. We are the temple of God. 
The Holy Ghost lives inside us. Jesus lives inside us. The Word of God lives inside us. We are the carriers today of the Word of God on this earth. People take note of us as belonging to God because we're very different than they are. Because God has created us in his image by his word. In the mid-1990s, I was living in Clovis, New Mexico. I was shocked at some things that I saw. Two Baptist women on Memorial Day holiday were going out to the cemetery to de decorate graves. I couldn't imagine a Christian doing this. I said to them, why are you doing this as a Christian? What are you testifying to, the dead or the resurrection? By going out to a cemetery and putting a flower on a grave, what are you saying as Christians? You should consider the pagan acts that are set up by the governments of men of this world. And you should consider what you are saying as Christians by following these acts. Because things like Memorial Day, where you decorate graves, are not in the Bible to do. Actually, God says he hates those who hang out among the graveyards. Dec doing things in graveyards. In the Old Testament, he spoke of this. What are we saying? What are we saying to the world? My cousin, who was not born again at all at the time this happened, her husband died, and she told me she was going out to decorate Thurman's grave. And I said to her, Why? Who are you trying to impress? Thurman is asleep. He doesn't know you are outside his grave decorating it. He's asleep. Dead people are sleeping. They don't know you're there. So who is it you're trying to impress? Amazingly, this cousin got very, very quiet. And then she said to me, well, then it doesn't matter where we're buried. And I said, that's right. I believe she was born again at that moment. She had always been a very explosive person. My mother had always said, oh, you have to walk on eggshells around her because it's like, it's like walking on eggshells. She's so sensitive. She explodes over just nothing. This time she didn't explode. I believe God reached her with the truth. Live as Christians. We don't live as the world. We don't celebrate pagan acts set up by the world. We follow the Bible. And we conform our life 
to the Bible. And as we do that on this earth, guess what? We are witnesses to God because we are carriers of the Word of God doing the Word of God. And we build ourselves with the pure gold of the Word of God, the concepts of the Holy Bible. Thinking about what we do are doing. Thinking about, will this please God? Does this cause me to be conformed to the image of Christ? We think about those things, and we therefore do the Word of God. Exodus 25, they were getting ready to build the tabernacle that would house the words of God. God gave them very specific instructions. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel that they bring me an offering of every man that giveth it willingly with his heart, ye shall take my offering. And this is the offering which ye shall take of them, gold and silver and brass, and blue and purple and scarlet and fine linen and goat's hair and ram skin dyed red and badger skin and chittim wood, oil for the light, spices for anointing oil and for sweet incense, onyx stones and stones to be set in the ephod and in the breastplate, and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. This is Old Testament now. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost of God. We are the temple of God. We are. But look how specific he was in taking offering to build the tabernacle. And God says, according to all that I show thee, after the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all the instruments thereof, so shall ye make it. You will make it two cubits and a half shall be the length thereof, and a cubit and a half the breadth thereof, and a cubit and a half the height thereof, and thou shalt overlay it with pure gold, and put them in the four corners thereof, and two rings shall be in one side, and two rings in the other side, because they were going to put a rod through the two rings, staves of wood, and overlay them with pure gold because they were in the wilderness and they had to carry this tabernacle, this Ark of the Covenant, was carried by four men, two on each side of it. They carried it on their shoulders. And thou shalt overlay the wood with pure gold. All throughout this, it's overlaying the objects with pure gold. Verse 16, And thou shalt put into the ark the testimony which I shall give thee. The word of God was going to go into that ark. And they were going to carry this ark throughout the wilderness. 
We are in the wilderness of the world. We are the temple of God. We are the Christians. We are the servants of God. We overlay ourselves with the pure gold of the word of God, going in the way of God on this earth, not to please man, but to please God. As we do that, we are the witnesses of God. When you throw a rock into a pond of water, ripples go out from the rock. You don't have to try to make the ripples go out from the rock. They will do it as a byproduct of the rock being thrown into the water. Some people today think they have to witness to God. Mostly they are witnessing to the church they attend, but they think it's God. When we do the word of God in our own lives, the byproduct is we are witnesses to God. It's in ways that you may not even think. If God tells you to do something and leads you to do something, you will be a witness when you do it. People watch us. In my house in Texas, I had a gas log fireplace. One day I was driving down the road and I glanced at the vehicle next to me, a pickup truck with a load of firewood on the back of the truck. And I began thinking, oh, I wish I had a wood-burning fireplace. And I heard from the Holy Spirit, you can have that. I just kind of froze in my tracks because I'd never thought of that before. I could change those gas logs into wood burning. I could change my fireplace. And I had the approval of God to do it. So the very same day, I called the fireplace store and discussed it with them and made arrangements for them to come and take the wood-burning logs out of my fireplace and put a gas lighter in for wood-burning. And I ordered wood. A woman from the bridge center had been to visit me many times at my house and we'd gone to dinner together. And she saw what I did and she said, I like this. She said, oh, I really like that you've done this. I said, well, God showed me to do it. She really didn't want to hear that God was behind the action. But I always told people when God had me do something, I didn't let them praise me. I told them it was God who showed me I could do this. But they take note. And when we are led by God to do something, how can we take credit for doing something when God led us? We become a witness through things that you wouldn't even imagine. One time I purchased a plasma TV and they installed it and it had bad streaks on the left side of the screen. The dealer said, oh, all that needs is to be calibrated. I'll come out and calibrate it for you sometime. But he didn't. Weeks went by, and I 
ask him over and over to please make an appointment to come out and calibrate my TV, and he wouldn't do it. I contacted the manufacturer of the TV to see if there was any other way I could deal with it, and they gave me no hope of having any way to deal with it. One day I was sitting there trying to tune those streaks out with my hand tuner, and I heard these words, You don't have to put up with that. I knew that was the Holy Spirit. And I, again, just kind of froze when I heard those words because it opened my eyes to see I didn't have to put up with that. And I said, that's right. I have the money. I can buy another TV. I don't have to put up with what I'm putting up with. Now, that's not the wisdom of men, but God might tell us to do something like that because we are to live in peace. So immediately, I went out to look at TVs. I purchased another TV, arranged to have it installed, and when the installer came, he said, what do you want me to do with this TV? And I said, just carry it away. I didn't want any it in my house at all to remind me of the trouble I had gone through with the dealer and with the sadness of not getting him to be able to fix the TV when he could have. God will deal with that. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. We don't have to fret over these people. We know that when someone does something like that to us, God will repay them. And when someone helps us, God will repay them. But we are witnesses to God. How much more carefully should our life be constructed even than it was in the Old Testament, which they, they wouldn't have thought of doing anything different from what God said to do when they built the tabernacle, when they built the ark that would hold the word of God. They followed instructions exactly. Today, I hear people throw out instructions from God from the New Testament and explain them away rather than obey them. How can that be? Well, let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Paul says, For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. And Paul says in verse 16, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy. Which temple are ye? Our body is the temple of God, the temple of the Holy Ghost. One time I went to a luncheon at Texas Tech University. I lived in Lubbock, Texas at that time. 
The building where the luncheon was held was across the street from First Methodist Church. There were probably four or five people seated at the table where I was. A woman looked out the window and said, That's my church, pointing at that church building. And I said to her, We are the church. And she was so angry with me. See, I witnessed to Christ by saying what I said. That was the word of God. We are the church. That building's not the church. We are the church. And she said, did you hear what she said? She said, she said, we are the church. I'm not a church. Well, she might not have been, but I am. And you are, if you are born again, you are the church. Our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple are ye? What are you saying with your mouth? What are you confessing with your mouth? What are you doing with your body? 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate homosexuals, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. You're going to do pagan things. You're going to celebrate pagan acts and go along with the pagans of the world in their celebrations as a Christian. Abusers of themselves with mankind. Think about what you are doing. Think about where in the Bible it tells you to do what you're about to do. Or are you just following the world, the pagans? Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Paul said, the ones who do these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Then to the men, he talked to them about the subject of having sex with an harlot. And he said, know ye not your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the member of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. What know ye not? That he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. At the time of sexual intercourse, you become one flesh with that person, even if the person is a prostitute. So Paul says, flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, 
But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. We are special. God has chosen us to house the Word of God. Jesus lives in us. The Holy Spirit lives in us. In 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5, Paul says, Know ye not that Jesus Christ lives in you, except you be reprobate? We are special. We are different. We are a peculiar people to the world. The things we once did with the world, we no longer do with the world. We don't partake in sitting at a dinner table, clicking our glasses together, wishing them luck. We don't wish other people luck. We do not partake of their sins. I've been many, many times with worldly people who raised their glasses to click them together, and I just sat there. They just ignored me, but they took note of me. They took note that I belonged to God. And I don't do just anything. They went ahead with their blessing each other. But I didn't partake of it. Inwardly, I knew not to do that. Later, I saw a scripture telling me not to do such things. But at the time, I, I, I just knew inside me I couldn't do this. The scripture is Second John. Let's turn to that. Start at verse 8. Look to yourselves. Take heed to what you do. Think about what you do. The apostle says that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. If he doesn't do the word of God, if he doesn't live in the word of God, he doesn't have God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him God's speed. For he that biddeth him God's speed is partaker of his evil deeds. If you're going to wish that person well, you're partaker of that person's deeds if he goes out and does evil. How many times have you heard someone say, have a good day, they're wishing you well. What if you're going to go out that day to commit fornication? 
They're blessing you. They partake of your evil if you are going to be doing evil. I never say that to anyone. It's rare that I would ever say anything like that. I would say it to Pam Padgett because I know what she does. I've watched her. And I know what she does, but I'm not going to say it to just anyone that comes by my path and says they're a Christian because many people say they're a Christian and deceive you. They aren't Christians. They put themselves into the church. And Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, this would be one of the signs of the end times. Take heed that no man deceive you, says Jesus, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. They will come saying they are Christians, but they do not live by the word of God. They do not follow the spirit of God. They don't even have the spirit of God, and many of them are preachers. Oh, I've had so many come across my path and saying that they were building churches, they were building orphanages, they were building old folks' homes, They were giving Bibles to everyone who came to their meetings, and then they'd say, send me your money. I knew they weren't of God. I've had many people I've known weren't of God. You don't bless those people and wish them well unless you are certain it is God who has authored the situation Because if you do that, you become partaker of their evil deeds and you lose reward in heaven. That's exactly what John's telling us here in 2 John. So pay attention to what you do. You're Christians. You don't live like the world. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that will of God. He's not going to go against the Bible. Prove all things, hold fast that which is good. Think about what you're saying. Think about what you're doing. Think about the type of hypocrisy you might be living if you do that thing. You don't just follow the traditions of man because very often they are evil. And the traditions of man will steal the word of God from you, says Jesus. So pay attention. Do the things that are authored by God, by the Bible, by the Holy Spirit. Think about what you are doing. Your body is the temple of God. Cover it with pure gold of the word of God in what you do and what you say. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.